Watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? She's in her 20s. She lives in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously. Don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farmed Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. And I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. I'm a raptor, doing what I can, gonna eat everything to the appearance of man. Yo, yo, you see me? I'm living but a little soil. <laughs> I'll be back, but I'm coming as oil. What in the fuck? <laughs> what? Do you need another quote? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I being a little graphic? I'm sorry. Well, I hope you're up for a little competition. She's got a power tool in the bedroom, dear. It's her own personal jackhammer. I don't think I've ever seen this. You absolutely have seen this movie. What? Over and over again. No, I have not. You definitely have. You want another one? Uh, One more. But if there's love, dear, those are the ties that bind, and you'll have a family in your heart forever. All my love to you, Poppet. You're going to be all right. Bye bye. You're going to be so pissed. <laughs> I haven't seen this. You definitely have. It was a run by fruiting. Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't remember any of those lines. What? You are not serious. The first one sounds familiar the oil part. But I don't remember oh any of that other shit. You are not. You're going to be so mad because you've definitely seen this. Movie. No, I mean, now I know that it's Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, okay. But like. <laughs> I, I'm like, wow, nigga. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember the rap part. Yeah, I so don't so remember. He was That other one, the other one I did about the the jackhammer, that was when they were all at dinner and he was trying to piss off her new boyfriend. Yes. And so he was talking about how she got this vibrator. And I recognize the name you call her, but. And yeah, the other one was a letter that he got from one of the little kids who watches his show. And yes. She was talking about how her parents were getting divorced. Child. Wow. I am undefeated. This is trash. It's fine. I'm okay with it. You're mad because I'm winning your game. No. That's ew, not what. Ew, ew, ew. The quote I gave you last week was easy. Uh, Was it? I mean, I feel like you were trying to slip me up. I wasn't. But I had prepared more quotes, well, just in case. I mean, I didn't need them because I had seen the movie so That's fine. If somebody had done the dinosaur rap to me, I would have gotten Mrs. Doubtfire immediately. 
because I used to love that so much. Everybody can fuck off. Well, yeah. <laughs> welcome back oh, to the boy. ring. You're back to being mad. I love it. I am Zuri James. Oh my God. Why was I going to be Zuri? You know what? I'll be Kwe Kwe. I started following Kwe Kwe on Instagram. She lives a, a hectic life. Mm, true. Yeah, Olympia's baby. She just kind of tosses her all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> that little girl, I'm like, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I stand. She's such a mood. She's so cute. She's such her a mood. Her little faces. Her little tiny feet. Right. Anyway, I'm not having kids. I'm living vicariously <laughs> through all of y'all that have them and, and choose to share. Thank you so much because I wouldn't. So your kids are beautiful. Hallelujah. Um, this week in Black Excellence, I'm actually really excited about this one because I stand. Oh, okay. New stand, new stand, but I, I stand nonetheless. Um, this is a 26 year old young man by the name of Silas Adekunle. He is from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, moved to the UK in his preteens, I believe. He's the founder and CEO of Reach Robotics, which has made him the highest paid robotics engineer on the earth. What? The highest paid robotics engineer on the earth? In the world. What? In the whole planet. Oh my He's 26. God. What? He's black. He's Nigerian. First of all, let's just of pull he's over. <laughs> Wakanda's in Nigeria. Now, let's just don't, get to the meat of the situation. Don't do that. It's there. You're going to have now, Africa I feel Twitter like it going is back <laughs> I feel like it's probably somewhere in the Gulf. Because, you know, like in the film, like they fly through a fucking mountain and shit like that. I don't yeah. think it's on the land. Okay. It's somewhere probably mid. It's like an invisible bubble. Right. Somewhere off of the coast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... It just only makes sense at this point. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know why it's still... Well, I know why it's still a secret, but I also know that it's there. Um, <laughs> it only makes sense that all of these niggas... Like, you started your 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 education in engineering at, what, 11? And mm. your father was a biochemistry teacher. And Nigeria would be cranking out these motherfuckers <laughs> at eight years old that are building, like... Invisible spaceships and 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 robot horses. Mm. It's okay. there. Well, I just looked it up, and Wakanda is not in Nigeria. Where is it? It is in East Africa, although its exact location has varied throughout history. Sometimes north of Tanzania. See, that's what Marvel wants you to think. Okay. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. All right. Well, Anyhow, regardless, this young man. Let's I don't talk know about how, why Silas is fucking right awesome. at age twenty six. Wow. So he started this company, right? Reach Robotics, and they have this device. It's called the Mechamon. M E K A M O N. I'm going to start by saying that I'm getting one, but <laughs> oh, here it is. It mixes like robotics with gaming and augmented reality technology so the ar stuff is like it's becoming really popular apple is like highlighting it in their new devices as a thing but it's been around for a while and it's basically the you know software and games or whatever and like a lot of mobile devices like your phone or or your ipad or whatever where you can sort of see a computerized image or images through the camera on your phone. Think Pokemon Go. Okay. 
can, how you yes. can like catch a Pokemon yes, that's out on really the real there. street. Yep. That sort of thing. Like that's AR. Okay. So like this robot, I've seen clips of it. It's basically like taking a robot that's real and then putting it in that sort of like a video game experience. What? So like the robot is real. It looks like a little spider, like a Spider-Man robot <laughs> Tony Stark thing. <laughs> and it crawls around and then you can like play the game and like see all the stuff and shoot and you can customize it. It's fucking awesome. Apple has already bowed down. Okay. The girls are selling it for three. 300, according to Guardian. I'm reading Christina Santi wrote this for Ebony. It says he secured a deal with London Venture Partners for $10 million in 2017. His company partnered with Apple for exclusive sales of the Mechamon. That's $300. Nice. The money behind these deals makes him the highest paid robotics engineer earning $7.5 million. Jesus. Selling just 500 of the robots. Woo! All right. What? Mil- oh my god. <laughs> past year he's already wow. earned 10 million dollars in additional funding so i am um, i wish i knew what he made like you just sat here and explained it and i still don't really get it but wow these robots are so fanciful and so unique they go inside so your awesome. game like the they robot can play is Breath of the real. wild with you they cannot play breath <laughs> of the wild with you the robot okay you ever seen you like you remember when we were kids I don't know if maybe you were a teenager at the time. Wow, you remember shit. like when in Christmas when the little robot dogs that Mariah Carey and Janet and them had in the video that yipped and flipped and they would like flip and sit down <laughs> yes. and bark at you or whatever. So imagine that today. So this <laughs> nigga is a spider probably about the size of this laptop and it like crawls around and does all of these weird fun positions and stuff and you can basically play a game on your device using the, the spider and then the images that pop up on your device. Okay. Yeah, no, it sounds a lot of fun. Imagine that you're playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> okay. But instead of a fake Pokemon being there, there's like a real robot that comes with the game that plays with the Pokemon. So there's a robot interacting with the, the thing in the game. The game you're playing, yes. So it does play Breath of the Wild with you. So it interacts with like the horses and the and the goblins and shit in the game. Really? Oh wow, that's fucking crazy. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> I and want get one. All of mine. It don't even sound expensive. It sounds like for that kind of technology. What? This is what if I were to walk into the Apple Store and see this, regardless of who made it or who sold it and saw it was three hundred dollars, I'd be like, "That's about right." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like mm-hmm. your baby gonna ask you for this that. for Christmas. You got them AR. Uh, sunglasses, right? Don't you? The headset? Something. Yeah. You got something. I'm right. Wow. That is a damn shame. <laughs> the fact that you don't no, know. No, I have the VR headset. Oh, okay. That's different. Because in that case, it's building an entire reality that is not right. real. Right. AR is using your world and putting fake shit in Yes. It. Yes. There you go, bitch. I do know that. There you I go. I do know that. So you're there. Because on Pokemon Go, you can turn the AR off. That's, you can. Because, and you should. It's just, it slows the damn app down. And I just... And it it's just harder. it's all buggy It's harder to catch them. But it's nice to take, like, screenshots. It's good for taking pictures. Yeah. That's really what the AR thing is I have is lots of pictures of cool Link pictures. next to, like, a Charmander yeah. or that sort of shit. So that stuff is fun. Well, and this robot is fucking awesome. And if you niggas engineered them, you didn't make as much as my nigga right here. Woo! Nigerian excellence. Congratulations, sir. So I don't know if he's single or not young. <laughs> so somebody better find young him. Ladies Go get UK. him. <laughs>
And when I saw like this video of his, like, I guess this is their headquarters for the robotics company. And I saw all them white people at their desk. Oh, damn. He has 40 employees. Okay. Young black man. I know his mama is just, she can't shut up about <laughs> his it. His mama is probably like, I know she, yes, this is this is it? 40 is all? Like, I wish I could do a good Nigerian <laughs> accent. <laughs> like, let me tell you something about Caribbean and African parents. It was like, oh, yes, this is what I thought it was supposed to be it. 7.5? That's So it couldn't be 7.6? Correct me. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, man. Facts. So, congratulations, sir. You're fucking awesome, and I will be buying one of these. How amazing. I don't care if it's for eight-year-old. Eight as soon year as it's ready to be played with Breath of the Wild, I got it. All right. Because Breath of the Wild is like your... Basically, it's kind of like your biome for games at this point. Mm, like when I you don't just know what a biome is. <laughs> you just think of games. Biome. They all just sort of exist. In... Yes, a large naturally occurring community of flora and fauna. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's all I do. I'm up to almost 50% now. Once you get the Korok seed mask, it gets a lot easier to find those. I beat Ganon again just to see if the game was finally going to give me something. It didn't. Okay. I was so mad. I'm still mad at that. Like, they don't even take away the defeat Ganon thing on your little thing. It's so annoying. But anyway. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. But then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. 
Let's move on. Well, moving right along to a section called Hot Tops and Oh, the Places You'll Bottom. First up, (laughs) um, Shod Moss, Shoddery. Shoddery Moss. Nope. I'm pretty sure it's Shad. Is it Shad? Ain't it? I thought it was Shad. It's Bow Wow, actually. So no, it's Bow Wow. It is Bow Wow. In fact, it's Little Bow Wow. <laughs> and I just don't know. <laughs> you ain't shit for that. So Bow Wow recently um, posted this uh, message, this iOS PSA, if you will, on uh, why drugs are bad and harmful for you. He posted a, an infamous clip. Uh, from the face-off era when he and Omarion, Omari, Omari, what is his last name? Jenkins, Jones, Omari, Omari uh, Pinkett, Omari. I really don't. Omari Williams. Is oh, it Williams? Omar, I don't know. I feel like it's like a regular ass. Oh, name. I misspelled Omarion. Omari, Omari <laughs> Jones, Omari Granberry. Ooh, that's a nigga name. <laughs> Granberry. Granberry sound like some niggas that had a whole bunch of money in the 60s and so they have a street named after Yes, them. do. Omari Ishmael Granberry. I'm talking about that bitch. You know that nigga that live off on of, uh, Granberry? <laughs> and and his grandma <laughs> dried uh, the Buick. Oh, I love it. Anyway, he posted a... Do you remember that video where he was screaming about how niggas needed to put respect on him and Omarion's name and that they were the hottest thing off of the Scream tour or whatever else? He was hollering at the camera. You remember when they were, like, doing a show, I think, on BET together? They were doing, like, a reality show. Ooh. This was some years ago? This was 2007. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, generations. Yeah, vaguely kind of remember. I mean, if you saw the clip, you remember. When he was hosting 106 in part? No, before that. He was grown by then. Oh. This is when he was still sort of oh, young. Oh, okay. Got it. He said he was, what, 19 at the time? 18? Oh, damn. That was 11 fucking years ago. My God. So, anyways. <laughs> oh, I'm old. He posted this whole thing on Instagram. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it starts with kids. This is why drugs are not cool. So, there you go. You understand? This is kind of it. But he um, admitted that he was very high on lean, that he was drinking lean every single day of his life, and smoking weed just all the live long day. And he talks about moments in his life that were fucked up behind it, having to go to the hospital behind it, all this stuff. And all in all, especially thinking of all of the recent rants that have come from Bow Wow's pages, this was like, (laughs) this was very much like, okay, cool. You know, like you talked about some dark shit in your, your life, you know what I'm saying? And all of these kids are just falling out over drugs that they have no business even thinking about. So I was like, all right, cool, Bow Wow, you Using your page for a message that is actually has truth to it and a point mm-hmm. and can do some good. Cool. So fast forward to past week. Um, Jermaine Dupree, who is currently promoting uh, the latest nigger reunion tour, mm-hmm. the so so deaf <laughs> reunion tour that's coming up re- uh, coming up soon with himself, uh, Escape, who was in the breakfast club room with him promoting the tour mm, without candy no candy was there oh, okay 
which it's so funny because it's still clear that they're all doing it because the money is there <laughs> and right. it's fun or whatever because there's ob- there's still obvious like tensions within the group right. and then also with JD because I they have I mean it would be just based off the lies y'all told on me like we <laughs> always have tension bitch we gonna always have it there are just moments where from the because I didn't even watch the whole interview but I did watch like a pretty lengthy clip and after they talk about the this bow I think I'm going to get to uh, Charlemagne asked who was opening the tour and who was closing it and it just became this weird oh, thing God. where JD was saying like, sort of answering the question but it was sort of unclear and Candy had a moment where she was like I'm just going to answer it because you're not really explaining it right and yes. Jermaine was like see here we go like it was this whole thing where it was like they were like cooling themselves you know what I'm saying like check it it was yeah. it wasn't hostile but it was obvious that you know there's a bag right. at the end of this <laughs> at the other side and Candy will not let y'all forget and no one's forgotten it right. you know they don't give a fuck about not liking getting on nerves whatever they're getting the paper so I'm assuming that Jagged Edge will be there um, I feel like the brat probably still paying for that lady's new face so right it's probably, she need to be she there need as to be well there. I don't right. know get that woman on the uh, Bow Wow, I'm guessing, was also part of the tour. And ain't nobody on So So Deaf busy these days, right? I'm trying to think of. Anybody? No. I mean, besides the escape ladies, because I actually have things to do these days. Yeah, but um, yeah, they don't, I feel like everybody has room and, and they schedule. No one should tour. have like a huge reason saying no. Right. I'm trying to think of. No. Okay. Well, I mean. So it should just be a fun show, especially if you are from the Atlanta area. Um, yeah, and like definitely. If I was from Atlanta, up. I would go. Um, so yeah, they they brought up Bow Wow in this very same interview, um, and his rocky and lengthy relationship with JD because they've also gotten on each other's nerves throughout the years, um, but seemed to preserve this image of Jermaine being like a fatherly that big brother mentor yeah yeah um and (laughs) jd sort of approached that like um i ain't talking to the nigga in ages i'm paraphrasing (laughs) he did say that he does not follow bow wow on social media he ain't got time for the antics basically he talked about how bow wow stole jewelry off of his tour bus when he was 12 (laughs) not only took this the jewelry but like i guess would wait for him to get off his bus and then Bow Wow will get off his bus and sneak onto Jermaine and steal his jewelry and then hop into his bus again and then hop, like, speed off. What? He said he would have to wait for hours for the sneak to bring the jewelry back. I don't know. But, I mean, you're 12. Right. I'm like, where is the 12-year-old going with your jewelry? Like, I thought it was, like, a joke, but he, like, really took it? Oh, Lord. I don't know. Maybe to go impress some girls. Like, were you... I mean, Bow Wow at 12 had to have been a star for a while, too. Right. So... He had to have been able to pull hoes just off the string. None of Bow Wow's antics have ever been surprising to me simply because you're young, you black, you've had money for like since you were a very young child. Right. And that's a story with a lot of kids who don't really have boundaries and they mm-hmm. get money and can take care of their family and yeah. you not only that you're around a whole bunch of rap niggas who don't probably don't even give a fuck that you're 10. <laughs> they still gonna smoke their weed and fuck right, their hoes. Right. So like mm, what yeah. are you supposed to do? He probably saw a lot of shitty one and had no business in. Right. So JD sort of just approached that situation like he almost seemed like he didn't really want to talk about Bow Wow and 
he's sort of tired of him or whatever. When they brought up the discussion or the post from Bow Wow about his past with drugs and stuff like that and how he was struggling with all of that, JD was like, oh, he did? Like, oh, I told you I don't follow him. I didn't know nothing <laughs> about that. And that's sort of how he reacted, right? Okay. So then Bow Wow goes on the following Twitter mission. He says, why can't niggas just keep my name out their mouth? I don't know why niggas start with me like I don't have the drop on these niggas' lives. Bro, you better calm down before I tell the world about your wife. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it sounds very not nice. <laughs> Two types of people I never met in my life. A motherfucker like me or a motherfucker I need. I mean... That sounds like something a 40-something-year-old Annie puts on her Facebook. <laughs> You've never met Jesus. She get a bumper sticker or something. All of I could make you Oh, girl. Really? So then he unearths this clip, he being Bow Wow, of Jermaine claiming that this is after the um the Breakfast Club interview, where Jermaine is saying that Bow Wow was addicted to lean and, you know, I get why he is talking about it now and there's all these other kids who are on lean today and blah, 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 blah. So, Bow Wow reacts to that um, <laughs> in the following way. Positive, not so much. Um, Lord. But... He basically says, where is it? I'm already tired. It's really exhausting. But he basically says, like, which one is it? Um, he says that the nigga's going back and forth. And he put, like, let me not talk about what you like. I mean, cetera. you either knew he was on drugs or you didn't. So, But the thing is, like, you're accused. You are saying that Jermaine said you were lying or accused you of lying about being addicted to these drugs or whatever. But he never said that. Right. Like, what he said was, true, he oh, didn't. I did not know that he tweeted about this or posted this on Instagram because gotcha. I don't follow that. He didn't nigga. know he posted about it. So, right. He never accused him of lying. He just said, I don't know. I didn't know about that because I don't follow that nigga. So, when he came back afterwards, it didn't sound like he was flip-flopping. It sounded like he was finally talking about what you were dressing. Gotcha. Rather than going back and forth. Anyway, it seems like Bala may have quit the tour because he oh, tweets, <laughs> I won't be there. Hashtag SSD25. Oh, it's the 25th anniversary. I oh. guess I didn't mention that. Well, I mean... He also posted the following on his Insta story saying, if you siding with the ops over your own nigga, what that make you fuck everybody, uh, demon emoji. And then he posted a photo from, I'm assuming, Google Images of an actual demon or Satan. Either way, I had to block that for me and say a quick prayer because it looks <laughs> like it is not of God. Um, and then said, fuck love. Shouted out Snoop Dogg for being the only um, nigga who's kept it 100, saying that he'll take a bullet for him. And then reposting Snoop Dogg, reposting it. Like, you don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? We you don't have to. We saw him repost it. We saw him repost it. Right. So, so why would you then? T- it's like a. People are just. Now it looks like a funhouse mirror on your Instagram <laughs> because you just can't. <laughs> like, you posted literally the same thing twice. So I'm assuming that he broke up with his girlfriend uh, because she, too, said to him, but that nigga never said you was lying about it. What? Shut up, bitch. Get out of my house. Like, I'm assuming that's how it went. Oh, Bow Wow. I feel. I've, I've felt for a while that he has issues around, you know, not being a star anymore and falling out of the limelight the way that he has and not really popping off. 
in entertainment and maybe struggling with some, you know, depression or anger issues or whatever else. But I just cannot be bothered to give a shit about anything this man does. <laughs> like, sir, I truly do not care. I know that he goes on Google Images to find his his Instagram inspiration. And that's all I need to know about Batwell. Sending you love, young man, you know, and positivity. Um, I don't really know what else. Yeah, we've talked about this. I think I put him on the sick and shut in list because, as I said, he, it is not shocking to me, mm-hmm. these outbursts or anything, just because look at your life. You right. know, not that it's a bad one, but mm-hmm. like, look at like the journey that you've been on being a star since you were a very young kid. And then, yes, now you're not as big a star as you used to be. And niggas talking about you can't rap and never could, blah, blah, blah. blah. All of these other things. And yeah, like I get being mm-hmm. depressed and dealing with it in whatever yeah, way. Yeah, and people won't let you go be a regular person. You can't even do like Jeffrey Owens and go get a job at Trader Joe's because niggas will recognize you and take a picture. Or you can't drive for Uber or Lyft because niggas will screenshot that you the one driving their car and post it online. Like I feel for him, I really do. But I think somebody close to him is gonna have to start checking in and you know making sure that nigga's alright maybe this drug talk thing is like a cry for help I know people have been talking about it since Mac Miller died but oh my god I got that right right I didn't say the wrong name no you said okay. the right person praise god um, so yeah hopefully uh, somebody close to him can check in and make sure that nigga's alright shout out to Jeffrey Owens by the way for donating that $25,000 to the actors fund that was a good cackle I had a good good laugh at that <laughs> Because he was like, girl. Like, I do not need your 25. Thank you so much. But And I saw a comment like on one of the Insta blogs that was like, how the fuck are you donating $25,000 when you broke? And it was like, this is what the fuck's wrong with y'all niggas now. Who said the man was broke? Right. He had a job. Right. He was working. Right. Much more than plenty of you hoes are doing <laughs> at the moment. Yes. So like. Wh- I thought a lot about getting a part-time job. But if you see me at Starbucks, it don't mean I'm broke. It just means I have a job. It me- don't get that. Y'all weird. Uh, speaking of lean, Future uh, is in the middle of some Barb Bardi scandal. Um, so Jason Lee of the Hollywood Unlocked blog As says soon as you that, say that name, I start rolling my eyes. Are <laughs> you tired already? That homosexual from Love & Hip Hop? Formerly. I don't think he's on the show. Okay. Anymore. No, he got on my nerves so bad on that show. <laughs> I know people use it as like a stepping stone to fame, but the problem is that Mona will have you looking and acting like a whole ass. And so I don't He may be very charming in real life, but he got on my nerves on that show. Well, um, he had a discussion on his um, uh, radio show slash website, Hollywood Unlocked, and said that, you know, Cardi B is spoken numerous times about all of the evils the evils okay um that Nicki Minaj has accosted her very life with mm-hmm. um including manipulating people behind the scenes to not work with her so Future has been accused of jumping off of Cardi B's song Drip which is one of the few songs on that album that doesn't really move me yeah I don't like it I don't hate it as much as I hate that fucking through your phone song but it's just also like also hate mm, that one the, ooh, now that young lady there be careful with me ooh, be careful can stay I don't what's this Kalani one ring ooh awful Cannot stand. I like Kehlani's part on that song. Like, I like her voice on this. Like, I would probably 
sit through that song if it was a Kehlani song. Right. I agree with that. You know? But, yes, but overall, I do not care for it. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, so, story goes, Future was on the song. Nicki Minaj heard the Future was on the song and said, nigga, what you're not going to do is tour with me and work with that raggedy-ass bitch. So, pick one or the other, oh, young Lord. miss. Young, young bitch. Is this true? Or is this rumors? Boogie down, basic bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> you own one. So someone DM'd Future and asked him about this. Is it true that you were on Drip and that Nikki told you not to do the collab with Cardi? And he responded in real life. Oh, my God. Because this is verified unless this is chopped and screwed and y'all made this up for the internet. I don't know with you 15-year-olds today. <laughs> you niggas learned how to use Photoshop at four years In old. I don't know when the motherfucker uh, Jim Barry okay. started doing Photoshop classes. <laughs> Kids be making gifts in kindergarten. You, it don't make no sense. <laughs> know how to do these things. Oh, yeah. Babies can set up face ID. It's they true. They know what they doing. They know, they how, know to how to work angles, them phones. Angles, lighting. Yes. They get like, all of it. Babies get it. They do. The baby and will, they will literally help your old ass. grab your wrist and be like, no, the light is over here. <laughs> Toddlers. Children. It's real. It's very strange. It is. Um, so he responded allegedly to this message and says uh, to the question, no, my bro Cassius wanted me on the song because he produced it and I said no. The issue with that is that there is a reference track already on the internet that is leaked of the song Drip with a future verse on it. So, this tells me one of two things. Either A, you lying, which, if the rumor is true, I can see why you would lie about it. Or, um, it's possible that you were on this song uh, because this person produced it and then they gave it to Cardi B and asked for you to stay on it and you said no to your own decision and volition. You know, it couldn't be... It, it Just because there is a track with you on it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like you jumped off of it. Be- because... And even if you did jump off of it because you didn't want to work with Cardi, it doesn't necessarily mean that Nicki Minaj herself asked you to do it. Right. Does it seem like there's a great chance... Yeah. I mean, kind of, except for Nikki threatening somebody to not be on their tour don't really sound like much of a threat. Mm. <laughs> it don't like what is future really gonna lose on? <laughs> Especially since what well, she done pushed it back to next year, right? So uh, now he can't even make half the dates any damn way. So. I think he's already not doing that. So I just uh, right. So I just think Nikki has this reputation of canceling other people's <laughs> shit, and so it just naturally transferred over to this particular situation. But if I were future, I wouldn't. I would be like, okay, girl, well, I guess I'm not doing your tour. What? Like I would way rather do a song with Cardi than tour with Nicki Minaj. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> Open for Nicki Minaj. Like and nobody's opening for, for anybody. Okay, it's it's not a co-headlining tour. The Codeine no, Barbie. I don't give a fuck. Experience. <laughs> it's the is it who's t- is it Nicki Minaj's tour on the run to the pharmacy? Okay, so is it is it on the run too? Which is a Beyonce and Jay Z. I don't know. Right. <laughs> they took they they took promo together. They have that whole that whole photo shoot. With her standing next it to It can't other. be because they would have rescheduled the tour together then. Oh. So, oh. yeah. Well, if Sienna Taylor can cook 
kick the headliner off his own tour. I feel like I need, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, if I was Future, I would have definitely taken the song with, even though I don't really like Drip, I would have just done that yeah, because, you know, that's something you get paid for and then, you know, you get your pennies from streaming after that and for perpetuity and and then you're done with it and it could be a big smash or not or whatever you did it and it's done. Whereas touring with Nicki Minaj just sounds like stress. Why not though? Future does songs with everybody, just like Nicki does songs with everybody. Like I don't get it. And the verse or whatever I heard from that reference track that leaked sounded decent. Mm. Like it sounded like, oh, this is a future song. Like you know, like it didn't sound yeah, like. So why wouldn't he want it then if Nicki wasn't pressuring him? That's a good question. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he wanted the song for himself. Like I don't even give a shit. No, because if his you. boy made the beat, he definitely would have gave Future first shot at it. It depends on how much money Cardi's people it's are offering true. you. That's not so true. If they were like, ooh, a quarter million. Because, <laughs> bro, you know, I got like <laughs> tons of more beats, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to so take care room. of you, bro. This shit is just for Cardi and then my nigga. You know, I got special shit like I got Daniel. That heat, yeah. <laughs> I got some Norwegian harps on this shit, nigga. You ain't heard no shit like this before in your life, nigga. The internet has been flaming Daniel's poor beats. <laughs> Y'all niggas. They are Beat giving Daniel's beats. Beatboxing in that girl's ear in the club. In the club. <laughs> Get away from me. Nigga, we here to listen to other people's beats. And she liked it. She did. That's the well, problem Daniel's now. fine. He got away with he it because fine. he's fine. He is fine. And they have history. <sighs> well, had. Anyway, all I could say to Future is, you know, you don't owe anybody an explanation for anything or any of decis- your decisions in the future. You know, you could just be like, blame it on the a- 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 activists and then just move really? on. Really? What is wrong with you? You don't have to answer. You don't need to involve yourself in this. The, the second that you saw a message come for anybody saying, oh, is it true? Nikki, when you saw Nikki and Cardi's right. names, just like, um, the number you have dialed <laughs> does not respond. Please my bad. This ain't even my Instagram no more. Right. I can't believe celebrities that famous even check their Instagram DMs. I don't check mine. I can't um, believe they do. What? True. What the hell? Is so much shit in there? Who was going through all that? Mm. No, no, sir. Although Maybe Future just... probably finds ass on Instagram. Oh, uh, now let me tell you something. He probably finds ass on Instagram. You're on to something there. <laughs> Here we are just being completely naive and forgetting that these niggas absolute what? Right. I forgot about these I'm good niggas? love and joy. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely finds girls on the internet. Yeah, these big rappers be DMing. Yeah, they definitely do. They do. But you wouldn't think they would need to do. You would think that they could pull everybody in person at the club or anywhere else. But But they always see, you know, a girl on Instagram that they don't know yet. Mm -hmm. And rather than sending somebody else to go on the mission and lead that girl back if she is interested, you DM the girl yourself. And then you wonder why you want baller alert. Right. See, that's the thing. (laughs) When you do stuff online, digitally, people take screenshots. Shit gets leaked. They tell their friends. And right. oh, it's just not, I just don't understand. Regular ladies and gentlemen that. don't even be approaching motherfuckers these days. I'm like, sorry. girl, I don't. Oh, my friends said they want to know him. <laughs> like, what? I know you did not just come to me on the internet on behalf of your friend. You don't tell that grown ass nigga to grow up. I don't know. No, absolutely not. But I'm anyway, not the barbers right. having a great time is where they they turned it into a whole hashtag. Oh, Everybody's okay. laughing That's and festive. continuing to believe what they want to believe. So again, I would like to emphasize that. 
that regardless of the latest edition of Nikki and Cardi B hate each other, things are still moving on the same. People that like Cardi B <laughs> like Cardi B. People that like Nicki Minaj like Nicki Minaj. People that like both like both. And the tides are still turning. Yeah. Tomorrow, y'all will find a new reason to hate that bitch yep. or the next. You're damn right. And we will continue to spend our money where we want to. Some of us are just here it's for just the dumb. mess. Like, I can drag Cardi B and did, what, last yeah. week, two weeks ago? I think so. We, we, we can be, you know, quite critical of people and still like them overall and enjoy their music and think that Cardi is killing Fashion Week. It's and- really strange. You know, people, I think, haven't heard of, like, opinions or how they, like, truly work. Right. And that sort of thing. I could come on here and drag somebody this week and absolutely say wonderful things about them next week if they did something I think is wonderful the right. fuck next week. I'm not week. no hating ass bitch. I'm just not built like that. I right. don't give a fuck enough. Exactly that. Like, I'm not trying to hate on you. I'm just giving my real opinion about what happened. And my real opinion is that Cardi turned that shit out in Paris. Yeah, oh, my God. That bitch nice. didn't look nothing but fabulous. And backing it up is incredibly fucking good. And I want to hear what you... I love the whole song. No, I love the niggas part too. What's his name? Paradise? (laughs) Partisan. Partisan. I love that shit. I love that fucking song. (laughs) And as her rumored ghostwriter, I'm really interested in in knowing what it must feel like to rather hear your words come out of her voice than yours. I mean, her verse slapped. I can't wait to hear what Nikki got to say. Because bitch, we all know it's about you. Ran down on a bitch. She almost pissed on her leg. And she was pregnant at the time. But she had ran down on you already. <laughs> so it's so not this like... this was just perfect time like, for the video and everything yeah. to come out now. It was just perfect. So, but... If Nikki comes out with something fire, I will say the same thing about her. If Nikki like, what do you puts think? the mesh away and I'm starts 30. looking good, I will say something nice. Like, that's all it takes. <laughs> you know how she is. This bitch. Anyway, it don't matter. It don't matter. What's with wet hair? What's with wet hair? What is wet hair? Like, everybody has this wet hair oh, in Hollywood hair. now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They either are, like, wetting their own hair or then, yeah. like, making a wig or getting a wig mm-hmm. made that looks wet. Right. I remember Beyonce wore one a few times for Drunken Love performances. And even then, it wasn't my favorite wig, so I really don't get I don't dislike them. I'm just confused with, like, the fascination behind them. I, I don't mean, think just, there's a problem with it's it. It's nothing wrong. It just looks It just looks undone, kind of. Like, everything else on you is ready to go except your hair. Like, your hair looks like you just got out the shower. But if I mean, it, Here's the thing. I think... I think that if it looks like your hair and it's wet, then it looks nice. If it's obviously if it a, like a wig, wig and it's wet, mm-hmm. then it looks strange. Because yeah. it's like, why is your wig wet? You know yeah, that's like, when you have to invest in them Beyonce $15,000 wigs where somebody hand plucks each hair off of some Indian woman's head and puts mm-hmm. it directly onto the... I'm sure it's not lace. Some new material. We don't we don't know what it's called. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure the, the wig technology just, is... Something you just put on and yeah, it just blends it into just your soaks face. soaks right in. Because Beyonce You know where shit? they make it? Off the fucking coast of Nigeria. All right. In, in the Wakanda? real Wakanda. All right. I'm telling you. All right. I thought Blue Ivy. Not even it. the wigs, but the, the wig technology. Like, whatever the... Now, that is true. Beyonce's wigs come from Wakanda. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is designed in them fucking Absolutely. wigs. Absolutely. So, okay. That's what it's... It's not lace. It's vibranium. You didn't know vibranium could look vibranium like that. Vibranium nanobots that just <laughs> seep into your That's your how her edges... Lining. Yeah. The, the, like, Beyonce be on that jumbotron, that extra, extra zoomed in... 
edges laid, looking like a real natural hairline. Hairline with hair that you know ain't hers. Trying to find it. Like I know her real hair is long, but it ain't you know right. past her ass. Right, right, right. Long ass. She just had on an extra, extra, this extra long, long ass one. wig she brought to the south. Oh God. Oh, I live. Oh, she never looks so good, but. <laughs> That bitch, the rest of y'all can't let nobody get that close to your edges because they will peep the lines. They will see where you tried to uh, gorilla glue your shit down. Niggas, too. Don't think that we don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We've been hip to that game. I have seen. Did you? I had no idea that niggas was getting like full front. They get like whole new hairline. A whole lace. Oh, woo. Child, the technology is out here. And they get it in that. That young nigga haircut? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. What is? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. That one haircut that all the young niggas have. You have a laced man bun. <laughs> laced cornrows oh. into a man bun. Y'all should not Brother, touch Beyonce. Brother, you are 37. Nobody's. I will not. I'm not going to wear another wig until I can get it on Beyonce's level. I'm dead ass. There's, the standard has been set. God bless each and every one of y'all. No judgment from over here. You know what I'm saying? I go to the barbershop once, twice a week. Not once, twice a week. Or once. Every week or two. Mm-hmm. However you word that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? At least every two weeks. Gotcha. And I get this shit chopped right back down. Like, I don't even know how y'all be having the patience to braid your hair and then put mm. something on top of it and then wear it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It just seems like so much work. Yeah, because them really, them professionally installed wigs, you can't just take them off when you go home. Right. They like bonded to your fucking scalp. So then you have to like put a scarf on or bonnet or whatever and then sleep on that. Oh, I wonder how Beyonce wraps up. How does she wrap wrap her her hair? I mean, because that has to be a full vibranium wig. It ain't no sections. Like every strand is individually placed. So maybe she just does it exactly like regular hair. Maybe it just feels like a scalp. She probably has a Black Panther helmet. There you go. That she places on herself. Yes. That plays the kitty cat beat when it goes on. And then just, (laughs) that's what you... He don't want you anymore. I've decided that when I get married, if I get married, I'm walking down the aisle to the Beachella intro. Or maybe just the reception. Oh, okay. I thought you was going to say kitty cat. I'm like, I don't think your mama will. No, no. Will. Tolerate. (laughs) (laughs) My mama will be like, I came. Okay? (laughs) I came to your gay marriage. After all of the shit, I came. Okay? Now you are fucking pushing it. I came to this gay I came to your gay today. wedding. I did it. Okay. I'm right up here in the front. I got over that gay shit. Here, here you are. I'm dressed. And you With your fucking down shit. The fucking aisle. Um, <laughs> he don't want you anymore. That's the wrongest song. So moving on. Um, Garcelle. Bo- Beauvais is it Beauvais I believe so cause y'all niggas just call her fancy like I looked it up the only person I could find who said the name was Wendy Williams and I don't trust her so I don't know how you say it but Garcelle I know how to say that part mm-hmm. she's still gorgeous yes so she did something strange um it was Will Smith's birthday just a day or two ago oh yeah that was an Instagram national holiday yeah did you know everybody in the world follows Will Smith on Instagram? Yes. Because it's true. And it's worth it. It is. It's really good. His Instagram is absolutely the best. I can't believe Instagram. how much he puts into it. Like, the videos are actually produced. It's so wonderfully curated. It is. It's good. Oh, 
and he always has yes. things to do. It like, is curated. Like, fu- like, okay, so you can see Will Smith going scuba diving with his family. Mm-hmm. You can see Will Smith doing the In My Feelings dance on top of a bridge in London, I think. Or some, I don't some, know where he was. Not in America. No. Something um, fancy. You can see Will Smith bungee jumping out of an, a helicopter now. Yep. You can see Will Smith playing pranks on people. Loving on his kids, mm-hmm. giving us advice that only real niggas could understand. Him and Jada looking real raggedy at home, chilling, just like, hanging just in out. They sh- in they shitty bitch, I'm at the house clothes. How are you so relatable and so wealthy at the same at time? The same, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, even in this big ass house, you just look like my auntie and my uncle. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Just adopt me. Just, right. Bring me into your home. I will take Please. one of the rooms far away. It's I will literally never bother y'all. Ever. <laughs> uh, I really do love him. Anyway, so to um, wish Will Smith a happy birthday, Garcelle posted on her Twitter a birthday kiss for the birthday boy, hashtag Will Smith, happy 50th. And this is a screenshot from the Wild Wild West film Mm. where they're in that hot tub together making out butt naked. I definitely did not watch that movie. It had horrible reviews. It was pretty bad. I, mean, I liked it when it came out because I was a child and I thought Will Smith was fucking awesome and I thought Will Smith as a cowboy was fucking awesome. This was 99. And then wow. Robots. Yeah. I saw this is definitely not for me. I watched it as an adult and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steampunk Western action comedy film. It was so great if you were like 11 years old. <laughs> that sounds wretched. It was pretty stupid. <laughs> And they had like toys at Burger King. Oh wow! I didn't even know Fancy was in that movie. Yeah, she had like a cameo. I don't think she was in it for very long. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, they have this hot hot tub scene where they're making out or whatever, and she chose that as the picture to add to Will Smith's birthday wish. She even got a comment from someone on Twitter who said, "You better take this down for Jay to go on a Twitter rant." And she said, "Bring it, lol." Well, after getting thoroughly cussed the fuck out by the internet for it. <laughs> Lady Garcelle said, okay, guys, it was supposed to be a funny post. My bad if I offended anyone. If you are my followers, you know I'm all about lifting up people and being positive, being human. I made a mistake. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Um, a mistake? Yeah, like, but... I don't think it's a mistake. Everybody knows what Smith is married. And and everybody knows they swing. So she might just be one of the ones they fuck. Y'all don't know. Y'all dragging this lady and she might be wishing her own consenting sex partner a happy birthday. Maybe him and Jada and Fancy do it all together. Y'all don't know. Vivica Fox also did this. Weirdly enough, with hers, may have been even worse because it seems like she posted a photo of them like together on like a red carpet or something, like a normal photo. Okay. And then also included a shot of them kissing in, I guess, Independence Day. Mm, all right. Um, Hell, maybe Vivica too. See, y'all getting mad at everybody for the wrong reasons. You really don't think so? You don't think it's like a fucking thing? <laughs> am I am I like out in left field right now? I never came to mind. Really? You didn't, never considered that? Didn't think about it. I figured they just hate Jada. Hate Jada? No. No, because something like that. It would be, if you hated her, you would probably be more likely to not say nothing at all on his birthday. Because why would you want to start some shit? Because you hate her. But Especially when the person was like, oh, Jada, gonna cuss you out. And you were like, bring it. 
Mm, I definitely well I mean I guess anything is possible but if I hear something like that like women posting kissy pictures with Will Smith especially famous ones like that like you know Jada's gonna see it and I assume all these people are cool with each other I just assume y'all are butt buddies but maybe not maybe that's just me assuming everybody in Hollywood is fucking each other all right. Oh, well, never mind it. I feel like you have shamed me. No, I just from my assumption. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I definitely. Okay, well, but you know I'm what? Wrong. Let me know. You know what? Minute. You know what? Count the number of people who are going to say, "Girl, I thought the same thing." Because I know it's coming. I know that you are certainly going to have people who are like, "Yep, I'm one of the bitches that agrees." And some of them are going to be like, "Wow, <laughs> Crystal, you." eternally pessimistic bitch (laughs) why would it be something so awful (laughs) we'll see it's not the first time that you pull out a theory that i didn't see coming but i mean i feel like could be true jada didn't respond to none of this right because she don't care what any bungee jumping in the grand canyon or some shit together with that nigga's ex-wife right cackling like jada pinkett does not give a fuck about this but jada pinkett is also from baltimore and she works out oh yeah oh she does oh and her mama looked good too did you see that picture with her and her three generations and yes they all look like they know Taekwondo. <laughs> they do. Black and, belts. Oh, just, wow. They do that whole co-parenting, family mingling thing very, very well. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. I, I like to see people do shit like that. Especially Negroes. Yes, me too. Speaking of Negroes, y'all are mad at one in particular, or were. That is Jesse Williams. So, Jesse Williams oh, is God. Oh, God. working on a film... Uh, about Emmett Till and like his mother and her life after his lynching. Um, now I gotta go and see this movie that is going to move me and make me cry and make me mad. I'm so like, I don't want to watch you this have woman to, like, in tears. Like, and I know that's what it is gonna be. But I've, we've seen so many of these movies. Like I can probably, you know what? Just for kicks. <laughs> Just for kicks, when I'm done, I'm going to make a list of all of the movies I can think of that I've seen throughout my life, whether it was in school growing up or just because I chose to watch it or because my family or somebody made me watch it that have like depicted black life where there is a real story or a story about our history that has upset me and made me cry. I'm just curious of how many I have seen personally. Not just how many exist, but the, the amount that I have watched. I know it's a lot. Because I'm sure just now I can think of like 10. I mean, and some of them are ones that we love dearly. Yeah, a lot of them I really love. Right. And The Color Purple is a book. True. You know? It is a book. And then there's Rosewood. That movie did make me cry. Oh, shit. Which happened. Now, Rosewood. Okay, you're right. (laughs) Rosewood is based on facts. (laughs) Although The Color Purple, that story certainly happened to many, many people. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) 1,000%. Absolutely. But yeah, the Rosewood pissed me off in like the first eight minutes. And I'm from Florida. (laughs) And I don't think I've ever been the same. Oh, man. So, um... It was announced, you know, that they're they're doing this movie. Before I saw that announcement, though, or press release or whatever, I saw these photos on Jesse's Instagram. Um, Like, several pictures of Mamie Till and her son or like the funeral pictures of her crying things like that and then superimposed above it 
is the same slogan that Nike recently used in their ad campaign for Colin Kaepernick, which says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And then at the bottom, instead of saying, just do it with the Nike check, it says, till coming soon. Now, here's the thing about this. This is one of those things that I saw in like, I wasn't personally offended because I got it. Like, I understood what it meant. Right. You know, knowing the story. Um, but although I wasn't offended, I immediately was like, oh, this, ain't <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> this is not gonna this was well. a bad idea. I was like, this is one of those things that does not bother me, but I know it's going to bother plenty. And then it did. I mean, yeah, because that Miss Mamie didn't. It wasn't like stand for something, even if it means you lose. Like her son was murdered by white people because they were racist. Like plain and simple and it was a horrible way that he died and it didn't have anything to do with standing up you know for what's right or social justice or anything like that it was just black people in the 1940s and 50s living with racist whites in the deep south like it it didn't have nothing to do with selling your tennis shoes or inspiring other people or anything like that it was somebody's real life real pain that you are I won't say mocking, but it can feel like mocking when you slap like a Nike tagline over it. Well, when I think about like her showing those pictures from Emma's funeral and like choosing to be so open about it and like to this day, like those photographs like give me nightmares. Like I can't even, you know, like... She was very active and intentional in some of the things that she did for the bigger picture of, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, she did insist on the open coffin at the funeral. But, like... But that... Even the that... Fact, it's just, like, the like taking... To me, it was, like, taking this ad slogan for shoes and shit at the end of the right. day. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, trying to minimalize the the effect or the magnitude of the Colin Kaepernick uh, campaign because we've acknowledged that already. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still Nike. It's a business, a corporation. They sell in shoes. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the end right. of the day. we and were donating just, to Republican right. political so, action committee. <laughs> we are able to use that campaign and that imagery and you know the nike check as a way to be like hey niggas so yeah again by the way that kneeling is because of this this and that and let's not act like you don't know that so to me it was just like i i just didn't even understand it just didn't need to happen you know what i'm saying like i feel like it just what happened was so bad here's what I just don't see why you put, like, a shoe company's tagline on it. It don't make sense. It felt like making the, like, you were making that story into a meme. Yes, because a lot of people did turn that um, ad campaign into a meme. And they did that shit to their own pictures. Right. I'm so glad y'all finally stopped. And then. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) And then Jesse Williams just brought it right back with this. But I still feel like. Like, I felt like I got it, but... I mean, I I felt like I wanted to get it. I really did want to. But when I just kept thinking about the choice of words, stand for something, even if it means you'll lose everything. It's like, this lady, you know, stood for the open casket, not because she might lose everything, because she already had. Like, she... 
Colin Kaepernick chose to be an activist. He chose to, you know, kneel or, or you know, he chose to protest what this country is doing. That that woman was forced into a terrible position that nobody ever wants to think about under the worst circumstances and, you know, chose to make the casket open so that people could see how horrific these lynchings are. But... We had already seen lynchings before then as well. It's not like this the first time anybody had ever seen a lynched body. So I just don't think it was standing for something, even if you'll lose, if you might lose everything. It was standing for something because, wow, life has really kicked you in the dick and you're making the most out of your pain. So Jesse Williams posted the following. Um, he said, peace, family. I posted a few images, few images as art in support of the announcement of my upcoming film, Till. That provoked a strong reaction, while some clearly understood my intention and its connection to Mamie's real life, many didn't. As much as I'd like to address what my intentions were and the meaning of those images, it's more important that I first acknowledge that I seem to have offended, possibly hurt some of the very people I aim to uplift. I would absolutely never make light of the tremendous tragedy that foisted Mamie Till Mobley into her life of activism and could never pretend her child being brutally tortured and executed was her sacrifice. That doesn't even kind of make sense. Never mind being absurd and ahistorical. The images were designed to highlight the tremendous sacrifices Mamie made by sharing her unrelenting journey for justice, including boldly sharing those iconic images from her son's funeral, which changed the world. I adapted adopted an iconic contemporary visual framework to connect past to present and contextualize our language around loss, leadership, and sacrifice. Mm -mm. My intent aside, I take responsibility for how they were received. (laughs) My heart is always with my people, and this includes my artistic commitment to telling our stories, always have, always will. And while I stand for creative expression, every swing ain't gonna be a home run, and y'all know I swing a lot. Those who are sincere in this work and concern, I thank you. And that's on his Instagram page. So again, this kind of sounds like I'm sorry that y'all took it that way instead of I'm sorry that I used something that started off as a commercial and is now like a meme on the Internet to promote a movie. Even it wasn't even just about this woman or her activism. It it was tying back into something capitalist, something that is probably making you money. So I just feel like he's going to make money from. Right. So I'm just I just feel like. Words mean things. Let's not say, you know, stand for something, even if it means you might lose everything in the context of a woman who stood up because her son was brutally murdered. Miss Mamie Mobley probably would have sat her ass down and lived her black ass life as happily as she could until she passed away. Had them white folks never came and did that to her child. Like, I just, I just feel like that distinction really matters. It's between somebody choosing to stand up for something and possibly risking, you know, a little bit of money versus somebody being a victim of a lynching and reacting to that. So, but you know, whatever. I'm st- I probably probably still am gonna go see this movie and cry. So yeah, I mean that's a given. I'm still gonna go see. The I movie definitely. And cry. I saw the images, and I won't say that I I had the same reaction you did in that I was like, oh niggas are not gonna like this. But it also kind of bothered me, just not enough to react to it. I just immediately said, mm, I don't like that, and I yeah. know exactly why. <laughs> 
and it's the words. <laughs> well, last but not least, I just wanted to go ahead and mention that, yes, indeed, Bilford Cosby has been sentenced to 310 of the years that he's got left. You call that man Bilford. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, here we see him in some handcuffs being ushered off. I did, in fact, laugh at his mugshot. And, um, you know, niggas are nigging about it on the internet, back and forth, feeling their feelings and expressing their feelings and things of that nature. Of course, the people who work for him are saying that it is a, uh, mismanagement of justice that's not how you say that no it isn't they really tried to argue like his age <laughs> as like a reason that he shouldn't go to jail i mean i would have just died his you age know is like i would have done that a long time i mean ago. he could have died anytime over these past few years and saved us all this you know this whole i mean it costs money to do this trial situation and all that anyway but like three to ten years and it probably will not even be a state prison so it'll probably be more like 18 months yeah I'm assuming he's Bill fucking Cosby, so he's not going to be in general population. I'd rather he's in maximum security right now. I am sure of that. And so if he makes it over the next, you know, couple years or so, maybe three years, even that, like, that is not. I'm glad to see somebody, an admitted rapist, go to or somebody who at least admitted to drugging. And whatever he called taking advantage of whatever shit. I'm glad to see somebody be punished for that. Admit it. But it's incredibly rare that somebody even gets convicted. And even the time, like, this is all the time you get for 60. Like, I know it was just a verdict in one case. But, like, think about how many people you got. A, he got away with this with. Honestly, I, I thought that his age kind of had a lot to do with the sentencing he got. I figured there was like, oh, three to ten, because nigga, you, you ain't gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cosby not even gonna do a whole three. Watch. Watch. He not even gonna do three whole years. I mean, but he looks like he's on the edge of glory right now. Now, that's if he don't die on the inside right, because he probably not used to breathing nigga air. He not used to eating wow. institutionalized food. <laughs> he not ready for none of this. Oh, nigga, you about to have box mashed potatoes, bitch. Potatoes. Box mashed potatoes be good. You know I did see it. a tweet that said he had pudding for his first. Yeah, pudding was the dessert <laughs> in his first meal. But I think niggas was just bullshitting. <laughs> that was a lie. If that was true, though, imagine if it's true. Like yo. <laughs> he had to just stare down at the pudding cup for a solid thirty minutes without moving and just been like, "This is it now." You know, I wish there was it's a part of me that thought that Bill Cosby was at all remorseful for the things he's really done. But I isn't that a, a shit? The fact that I've never heard him express any sort of I've never even thought it's him just to be like uh, yeah. That's well, a good point. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Uh, maybe he'll just expire on the inside. But I'm about tired of if, hearing uh, niggas on the street talk about this because yeah. they are and in the bodega. They are working my fucking nerves. Yeah, I'm so tired of that conversation. Oh my too. god, y'all are so annoying with this shit. I just gotta say, I really don't believe he did it. But he I just said, don't believe it. No, I don't said, care. Because why would you wait? So, so anyway, I'm not getting. I'm not going down that road. You know, y'all sound like. These same um, white Republicans talking about Brett Kavanaugh's accusers. Tell her what she won. <laughs> You've won. <laughs> the Price of Right. Let me tell you something. If you and me might watch The Price of Right, like after school or something. Uh, hell yes. 
Mm, those Child, are some good hours. Sick days. I used to be like, I already know we going to me my house. I know what the TV lineup finna be. And when she take her nap around two two thirty, I can watch MTV right. and catch up on all the videos mm. and wait for my mama to come get me. Well, that's just about it this week for hot tops and oh the places you'll bottom. We're gonna take a break and come right back. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say, there's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts, Hinge prompts, to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Liga Bigga Tigga Month is coming up. Kifir and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. And they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay or... I feel proudest of who I am or my chosen family is the best that for me, um, you know, one of the Liga Bigga Tigga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, but also through volunteer work, uh, through donations and by having a good time at Pride and Making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but... Guess what? You really don't have to wait. You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace and start working through some of the things that have been going on maybe in your past or just things that are holding you back now in your present. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. But getting started is the most important part. Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The best part is you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of The Read, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com read and enter promo code SPACE80. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com read and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com read promo code SPACE80. Go take care of your mental health. So we're back. It's time for our listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Um, So I have to say, I don't know if I'm getting... No, that's not it. The inbox is a fucking wreck this week. There's just... There's a lot of shit in here. So I'm going to start with what is not um, a mess or crazy comes from Dwayne who uh, says this is a question for Crystal's couch 
What were your experiences with anxiety and depression when you were school aged? I'm a school psychologist and I find it difficult to determine how much anxiety affects some of my students because they'll say they are, that they are okay and they seem to be okay in school, but their parents talk about the panic attacks and meltdowns that they have at home. Were either of you the type of person who held it together in school but fell apart when you were home? I'm trying to understand this from a professional perspective. Thanks for sharing your journey, Dwayne. That is a very good question. Um, <coughs> I think that when I was younger... I was more <clears throat> prone to have like a uh, an episode or whatever moment at home than at school because school is the jungle. Like that's where so it wasn't safe to do that. You school. got right. You right. Just go there to die. You know, <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not trying to really fall apart, especially. I think if you're really dealing with depression, anxiety, and stuff like that, because when you're younger, you at least for me anyway. It was harder to understand that and acknowledge it as like something that wasn't like all my fault. I don't really know how to word it, but it, it was more like when I was feeling emotions or negativity that I didn't know how to uh, describe or I didn't know where it was coming from, mm-hmm. then... I was, I think, more afraid to express it because it's like, how do you say that I feel like shit, but I don't know why? Or right. how do you say, like, I don't want to do anything today or I don't want to talk to anybody or I want to go cry or whatever, but I'm not exactly sure mm-hmm. what it's, it just feels like life sucks. Like, it's one thing if you're a teenager and somebody just broke up with you or you failed or you didn't make, you know, a team or something like that, mm-hmm. then, you know, cry all you want to. Everybody can just talk about, you know, why all of that would be all good. But when you're trying to figure your shit out and you're a kid and everybody's going to make fun of you anyway for everything and because we're young it's like Mm. it it makes more sense i think to go to school and put yourself in a safety shell whatever that might be and then go home and explode where you feel like it's safer to do that in front of your parents because they don't know anything anyway And they never can. They don't understand. Yeah. You can go home and cry and whatever in front of your parents or guardians because it's safer than doing it in front of Janet and, and you know, Rome and the rest of them niggas mm-hmm. at school who are going to, you know, make fun of you for it or start a rumor about you for it or whatever. That makes sense. I didn't really struggle a lot with depression and anxiety, especially in elementary and middle school. But probably towards the end of high school is when I really started being like, "Mm, I mean, and I think probably a lot of that was, you know, senioritis and just being ready to be out of school and out of Tulsa. And I mean, hell, I mean, the Bible Belt in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of it, like looking back now, I can identify as, oh, girl, that was the beginning of never wanting to go anywhere. Yeah, and that was when you started, like, literally not wanting to do anything and Mm -hmm. having to be talked into going places and that sort of thing. So um, I can't really speak too much about it then. Mine is more like how it manifested in college in later years. But, yeah, for the most part, you know, school age, I just was, as long as my grades were good, didn't nobody bother me about nothing. And I just, well... Aside from the homosexuality part, but that came yeah. that came later. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really have to uh, worry too much about that until I was a little bit older. I think if I had been younger and started showing those signs, it would have been much rougher for me because my mama 
I, I love her so much, but she know good and damn well she would not have took me to no damn therapist mm. or psychologist. She would have been like, we can take it to Jesus in prayer. Yeah. That is what we can do. And we're going to do it. We're going to take it straight to the altar. And so that would have been that. So... Thank you so much, Dwayne, for sending in that question. If you guys have questions for the couch, you can send them to the regular inbox. Just put Crystal's couch in the description so I know what it's for. All right. Moving on to, um, let's see. I'm going to call her Carol. Carol says, my child caught me watching porn. What do I do? Oh, oh. Hi, guys. Okay. I'm a 37-year-old single mama, too. I have a two-bedroom apartment, and I sleep in the living room. The two bedrooms go to my 17-year-old daughter and my 12-year-old son. Girl, God bless, because they're not even at ages where you can put them in the same. That puberty? Oh, no. Oh, no. Girl, I am steady praying for you. It's uncomfortable. It's not ideal, but I'm doing it pretty much by myself, and that's what I can afford. Real. That being said, because the living room is still technically a common area, I rarely, if ever, get any time to myself. Mm, mm, mm. Last night around 1 a.m., I went on YouPorn. Did not know that was the website. Oh, Y-O-U-Porn? Yeah, I've heard of that. I went on you porn. <laughs> I don't feel one way or the other about porn overall, and under other circumstances, would have a very generic conversation with my children about it because that part of my thought process, as in what gets me off, does not need to be shared with my Bro, kids. <laughs> so at one a.m., I'm laying there <sighs> watching porn like it's a regular ass YouTube video, not masturbating or anything. But I, oh, thought, I, do that too. I thought my daughter was asleep. What for the storyline? Porn is just fun to watch sometimes. Like, I don't always watch porn because I want to, like, jack off. I mean, I don't often do it, but sometimes I just watch. It's like, you know what I'm in the mood for? Season three, episode four. <laughs> Daddy comes to bang. No, I just want to see who's fine these days. Oh, okay. I, You know what? Cool. Yeah. Most porn don't do it for me because it's so blatantly fake, and I just can't. I need, yeah, like and then super amateur porn is so bad because niggas so just stupid. be propping up their androids. Oh my god! And fucking on their baby Scooby Doo sheets, and they Sometimes got those are Selena and Barnes commercials in the back, and I'm just like, oh my god, nigga, you couldn't mute your TV or nothing. Sometimes those are good. Your Spotify free ad. You guys come just in. understand <laughs> angles. <laughs> Maybe get you go to Target and get one of them iPhone tripods. Oh man, yes, y'all just need a few production yeah. <laughs> value. If you're going to do it, do it. Anyway, I thought my daughter was asleep, but she wasn't. She finished her homework and came into the living room. Good girl. My headphones were on, and I was just watching when I heard, Mommy! In that way, that sounds more like a mother about to reprimand her child. Or maybe that's just me being my me feeling guilty. I don't know. I'm not ashamed that she knows <laughs> I watch it. I just feel like her walking in and seeing what was on my phone makes me look like so a So wait, the girl's 17, right? Right. Oh, okay. So yeah, she's the boy girl. is 12. Yeah. Right. <laughs> To make it worse, I'm naturally the kind of person who would rather forget something uncomfortable happened than address it immediately. So what could have been a moment to clarify some things about the fact that I'm human and not just a mom whose whole goddamn life, thoughts, paycheck, time, energy, etc. revolves around my kids. You better let it out, girl. (laughs) I mean, I feel her. Let it out. (laughs) Well, you ain't lied yet. Turn into an awkward situation, at least for me, where I'm sitting there now scrolling Instagram like do do do, like a fucking kid who just caught by got caught by their mama versus a mama who got caught by their kid. I just <laughs> feel weird. I feel like bringing it up now would be a painfully embarrassing conversation that does not need to happen. What would you do? It depends on how long ago this was. You know, like this was last night. 
Okay. Okay, no, it was, was six days ago. So it's been almost a week at this point. Yes. I'm a little over a week. Right. Um, so, I mean, now, I don't really think that you need to say anything. Unless it is like a hardcore kink that one would not expect. Now, that is not, you know what I'm saying? I think that everybody has the right to be into whatever they're into as long as it is with a consenting adult human being. Yep. Um, that's literally all I care about. That's like, <laughs> I really, everything else is your literal business. Yep. But like, if it is something that you know is not like, kind of, you know, is like not really kind of common or whatever, um, or maybe it was like some gay porn, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he was watching some scissoring or somebody was getting <laughs> strapped or something that your daughter would not just expect her mom to be watching if she watched porn and you want to have a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say that you just like to watch gay porn you know just for whatever reason I do I know, know women who like to I do gay porn right I don't get it but they love it you know I just think of how much it must hurt that's what I think every time I'm not talking about just get man on man porn I'm talking oh. about gay porn of any kind oh right 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 the lesbians as well um you know it's not as as, as common but you know the girls the girl on girls out here but I think you don't think girl on girl is as common as guy on guy? I don't know. I think you're just not looking for girl on girl. That's true. <laughs> because it's everywhere. I don't even watch straight porn as much as I did when I was younger. Right, girl on girl the is like, but see, gay male porn is for men, but also girl on girl is for men. Yeah, for sure. It's like not most for porn is is I think made for yeah. the male eye. Right, but. I do know a lot of like straight girls and gay girls that like watching guy on guy porn. And yeah, I've never understood that. Yeah, that's either. not for me. Um, but I, anyway, what I'm saying is like, right. if it's just something that you, if you are like more concerned with your daughter knowing your kinks than your daughter seeing you watch porn, then I can understand that being a conversation that you want to have with her. And honestly, even then, you don't owe her ass a motherfucking thing. True. You brought her into this world already. You don't have to answer that girl for a motherfucking Mm-mm. thing. You ain't hurt nobody. You were in your motherfucking house right. where you pay the motherfucking bills and your money is going to the electricity that powered your device to show you them titties <laughs> or, or dick or whatever the fuck was on your screen. So, facts. <laughs> you really don't owe her anything. But if your concern is like, I think more so about that, then I could get you wanting to talk, uh, talk to her about it because you're uncomfortable. But if you're just uncomfortable because your daughter your daughter saw you watching porn, the fuck? I've seen my parents look at porn before, and the thing that I saw was, ugh, I, I, I was more disgusted by the fact that, like, my parents have sexual thoughts, which I know that they do, ugh. but it's like, I don't <laughs> need to be witness <laughs> to it. You know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, intellectually, I know that. Right. But I don't need to think any further about that at all. Your daughter is old enough to know what porn is, how porn works, that you had sex to have her, that you had sex after having her and her brother, that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that you're a grown-ass adult. Like, your your daughter is old enough to get it. I'm sure that she was just uncomfortable. She was just as uncomfortable, if not more, uncomfortable witnessing you watching the porn. But I don't think that you owe her any kind of explanation. And you don't need to fucking feel uncomfortable yeah i just feel like my daddy seen me watch my, not watching him he was like looking at uh some titties he was looking at some titties on a computer at one point <laughs> oh my God. or whatever and like i saw him like i was in the family room and there were other people in the family room too like so so everybody's just looking at titties because it's his house like the fuck <laughs> 
<laughs> when I saw that, I was just oh like, oh, okay, so I don't need to be in this room right now. So your daddy just looking at titties on the computer. In he the wasn't like room. aroused. That's the thing. Like, I don't think that everybody watches porn when they want to jack off or masturbate or have mm. sex or whatever. Like, he's a man. So right. uh, my father knew that I saw him and was it just. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, there was I, no reason to I feel... I kind of know what you're saying. <laughs> My family was not at all sex positive or it. open about sexuality. I still cringe when I think of my parents being sexual beings which is something that you know that is a shortcoming of ours that's not something to be proud of like children and maybe not the 12 year old but your 17 year old is certainly at the age where she can start to realize that mama is not just mama mm-hmm. like you said but a whole grown woman and part of being a grown woman is having a job and paying bills so these kids can eat mm-hmm. and live in your house and you actually gave up the two bedrooms that you pay for mm-hmm. so that they could have the privacy that they need at this age and they probably don't even really appreciate what it the way they want should from me? The least these kids can do is let you watch her porn in the living room. Like, period. <laughs> period. And it is okay for your 17-year-old to know that her mama is a sexual being. She don't need to see you fucking, obviously. Right. But it's okay for her to know that and to start to look at her mama as not just the mom person, which is how most of us look at our parents until we hit a certain age. Some people have actually seen their parents having sex. I have never. Neither me. The Lord wants me to keep my sight. <laughs> praises be (laughs) to Allah listen let me tell you something I could never so for those of y'all niggas who are actually walking around and can think of the time that you were at whatever age where you slipped up because they didn't lock the door (laughs) and some shit happened and and you actually witnessed it I feel like you madam need to be counting your blessings (laughs) because it wasn't even like if it was the 12 year olds then it might be a little bit more complicated right because who knows right you know There's there's a big difference between 12 and 17 yeah. developmentally yeah huge so, so <laughs> yes girl <laughs> I think your daughter just understands that you were being grown in your grown space as a grown motherfucker she probably like, oh that- my, you know I get to tingling sometimes too <laughs> she probably now look she might be looking at porn on her phone as well I don't know if you're monitoring all that but she very well might could be so if you wanted to talk about her you know, as far as like a safe sex conversation and, you know, let's talk about porn and how much of this is fake and blah, 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 all that, you know, feel free. But you certainly don't have to justify yourself to these kids. Only thing, only conversation I could think of coming out of that that I would possibly have with my kid is, especially a girl, no shade, is to not let, if you watch porn, not even if you watch porn, to not let things that happen in porn affect you your personal sexual don't choices. feel like you have to perform exactly because like some of these niggas expect for you to behave like a porn star <laughs> or be treated like one no. or or communicate like right. one or whatever and porn is meant to be fantasy you right. know what i'm saying it's meant for you to enjoy it's entertainment mm-hmm. it's not real but if you don't want a nigga to spit in your mouth you don't have to do that well some of these motherfuckers do that's true and, and that's more okay. power to y'all i hope y'all find the people that you are supposed to be with not me I hope right. y'all find one another. Right. That's great. That's <laughs> so stupid. Okay, I'm not judging nobody's I, nothing. Neither me. <laughs> In fact, I was see. 
You know what? Never mind. So let's move on. Okay. To All right. the 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 point here, which is sis, <laughs> you grown. Maybe if anything, y'all need to talk about um, them doing a double tap on the the wall before they come around the corner next time. Or right. I don't hey, know. at night, just uh, holler from from your room, from the hallway. Be like, Mama. Right. Just something, you know. Who in the living room? I don't yeah, know. I mean, they should. Given the living situation, I don't know if she's going off to college in a couple of years, and even if she is, she might still stay at your house. Right. So, but hell, now look, after a certain point, girl, you grown and I'm grown. Right. <laughs> so, bitch, we about to be roommates. Let's get down to brass So, if you want to keep a bedroom, you're going to start kicking it on this rent. I don't know what the fuck you thought but, about. But yeah, like, it is not unreasonable for your kids to, you know, during the daylight hours, you know, this is the family room, but at nighttime, this is mama's room. So, you know, don't bring your little ass up in here right. unless you have to. That is perfectly reasonable. It was just, you know, an embarrassing moment that has happened and has happened before. Like, if anything, hell, some of y'all share some similar stories. Either something that happened like this with you and your child or with you and your parent. Because I, uh, what's it, Carol? Is she Carol? Uh, yeah. Carol, this has happened yeah. to people before and it is not ideal. <laughs> it ain't fun for nobody, but it happens. And the black ass point is that she was doing something you were allowed to motherfucking do. Facts. Period. And in a couple of months, you don't even remember about this. Y'all gonna laugh. All right. Our next question comes from Evan, who says, I am a newly out gay man living in Atlanta. Where you should be. <laughs> Having the so time of your sorry. life, I'm sure. That was so stupid. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was born in a deeply religious household and socialized to believe that my natural feelings were sinful. But I am proud to say that for the first time in my life, I'm living in my truth and I've never been happier. Good. I met the love of my life at Spellhouse's homecoming. <laughs> of course you did. We hit it off, and within six months, we decided we would move of in together. You <laughs> yes. Shortly after we started playing house, he lost his job, and things began to spiral oh, out of control hell. in terms of his mood, self-esteem, and drive. Oh fuck! I gladly paid all the bills, knowing that every relationship goes through its tests. If you like scam, I am not rich, and I was able, but I was able to provide a good life for us during his time of unemployment. No bill went unpaid, including his student loans and the money he would regularly send his mother. Nigga, when he you was, was paying working. his student loans, and nigga? And giving his mama money. Oh, he was fucking the shit out of you. It had to be. Turned you out. Bottom or top, <laughs> it really don't matter. You can do both either way. Most recently, while I was cleaning up our house, because apparently that's too much to ask of his lazy ass, I found a bank statement of his. <laughs> And to my utter surprise, discovered that he has a secret account with over $45,000 in it. <gasps> nigga! Really? Nigga? Really, Spellhouse, nigga? Are you fucking serious, nigga? 40 Gs, nigga? Woo. Not only was I confused why he hadn't paid a bill in six months, I am also disgusted to find out that the source of this income has been his work as an adult porn star on an actor call, oh, on a website called why. OnlyFans. <laughs> Oh, the, oh yes. OnlyFans be breaking bread. Let me tell you something. I did some of that math. Y'all hoes, I'm not even mad at you never have been. Yeah, he said OnlyFans is a site where people pay to watch other people do things like playing their booty holes, etc. Yes. yes, we know. <laughs> we know. To add insult to injury, not only has, be, has he been playing with his booty for money that he's been stacking, he has also been getting fucked by multiple random men, sometimes raw, and recording it for the world to see. See, now we have a problem. When I confronted him, he had nothing but excuses about why he's been hiding all these secrets from me like he was saving to help his brother go to college and wanted us to go on vacation with no. each other and other bullshit no. while I am deeply in love I am not stupid and I have decided that I'm moving on with my life but I have two questions should I be 
seeking damages from this asshole and how long should I give him until his shit needs to be out? I'm thinking like yesterday, but I'll defer to y'all's judgment to see if I'm being too harsh. Thanks for your advice. Sincerely, Evan. Okay. Ooh. This was a lot. Ooh. Roller coaster. I think it's great that you <laughs> already know from the beginning. Say what? I'm sorry, I'm done. The nigga is absolutely lying. Like, like $45,000 and he ain't paid no bills in six months. Nigga, if your piece is paying your student loans and your mama's bills, you didn't feel like you could go and be like, oh, my brother got to go to college. He's paying everything in your life right. any the fuck way. Ain't no damn money for his brother to go to college. He's not paying bills because you are. He's not cleaning the house because you are. Exactly. Like that, all of that. He's not doing none of that simply because you are doing it. Girl, see now, okay. He took advantage of your incredible kindness and your naivete. At first, I was going to be like, okay, I understand the account being secret because he's probably, you know, ashamed of doing OnlyFans for whatever reason um, and doesn't want you to know about it. So I'm like, okay, even then, he could still use the money for himself you know right. he would just have to keep that account secret and go get yeah, another like, one but you could you could be like yeah I don't have my you could be honest <laughs> you could be like yeah I don't I don't have a job right now but I play with my booty hole on camera on yeah no things. I'm not saying that that should be a secret I'm saying that when I, he was <laughs> when you were first going through this letter and I'm hearing about it I'm like okay he don't want this nigga to know about the OnlyFans account because he's ashamed of it or whatever fucking reason even though you don't really need to be but like I kind of understood why that part was a secret although not using keeping the money secret from him right. and keeping the like act of getting the money are two different things but yes he should True. have been honest about all of it mm-hmm. but then you talk about this niggas out here getting fucked getting recorded in your house woo cheating on you in the place where you paid off <laughs> child these niggas are trash what? so should you and you know what this sounds like just any old gay story should you be seeking damages I will say consult an attorney that me is too. not me but if he was getting fucked all over your house on camera and then sold that footage and didn't pay you to use the house mm, you may have a case seems like you have a case here but also if y'all cohabitated you may not have a case because it was his home as well and it's nobody's fault that you was paying all the bills Oof. so ask a lawyer I don't know about that as far as how long you should give him until his shit needs to be out child he has $45,000 in Atlanta Georgia he can move today yeah I I, I mean I was gonna say his <laughs> things should not, be there he's not going to be homeless he, he should be out all, now I'm certain he's got another hoe to crash with but that is he can absolutely get his own given. place he can absolutely get his own place with that place. 45 grand yeah, you yeah gotta he got some place to say hell you even gotta have a job pay six months of that rent and they will give you the keys he has a roof it doesn't need to be yours so yes <laughs> right his niggas think need to get i mean his things need to get out now but as far as uh the damages yeah i agree with you i would go and sit down with an attorney and figure out whether or not i have a case or whatnot but i would absolutely be seeking them you know what I'm saying? like Hell yeah a, a, if i can i'm getting them <laughs> oh profession now no parks no phaedra <laughs> Would have yes. to be like, no, you have no chance in hell. Right. You, that is the only way I would leave that alone. But hell I would yeah. certainly speak to someone to find out if I have a case or not. You can fuck in my house right. that I'm paying for after I paid your mama's fucking bills <laughs> and your own loans, my nigga. See, nah, I would be so, so pissed. And if you can't, like, sue him or whatever, that's when you got to take it to, I don't know, Judge Unprotected Mathis. Unprotected Jesus. Yeah, no, me and, me and Judge Mathis going to have to talk this out. 
out. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you gonna run me something. <laughs> Judge Mathis gonna have to say, all right, it's a $500 location fee for every time he fucked up camera right. at your house. That's so, right. you know, run that nigga his 6,500 ducats or whatever, something, because you got me right. fucked up. Now, how much was the water that he was using to fill up that, <laughs> that fleet? You got to add in the fleet. You know water is the cheapest the water. bill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> water don't really count. Right? Don't. You can use all the water you want to for like $3. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And yet, Flint still can't get none clean. Hey, let's get back to facts. Wow. Isn't it amazing? It's just fascinating. The government and our infrastructure are just such trash. It's anyway. It's really crazy. Let's wrap it up. Our last question comes from Blake, who says, I'm oh, 20. like from Ruby. Who? Ruby, Blake Belladonna. Um, yeah. Ruby, Blake Belladonna weapon. Archive, Ru- Ruby Rose. Yeah. Um, Rooster Teeth. Ladybug? Okay, sorry, Google has failed me. Ruby and Blake and Weiss and... What? Ruby? Fuck, what's Ruby's sister's name? Oh, well, you can't just it's Google Blake, Ruby Girl. Ruby Weiss. Blake. Fuck! Ruby. What's her sister's name? Blake Ruby Weiss. Fucking hell. Oh, Yang. Yang! Uh, damn it! Damn. I'm sorry, Yang. Oh, that is okay. Well, listen, I am so sorry, Blake, that we got completely off topic from your letter. Yang's my second favorite. Mm, that's so sweet. So she says, I'm 24. My boyfriend slash secret fiance. Wait, wait, wait. My parents don't know we're engaged yet. Oh, okay. Is turning 25 this Saturday. We've been together for almost two years, living together for less than a year. And that nigga adulthood has robbed us. We got so many bills, loans, you name it. We got it. I'm finishing up my bachelor's a year late because I suffer from bipolar depression and I plan on getting my master's in mental health counseling with a concentration on children of color next fall. Dope. Let me tell you something. A year late is not even late. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Much less dealing with bipolar depression. That is child. true. That's you might as well clap yourself on the Hard facts. Child. You're doing great, actually. Okay. I plan on getting my... Ma- oh, yeah. I already said that part. My boyfriend has had to put finishing school on the back burner because we can't afford it. Enter my parents, who are Haitian, kind of still traditional, religious in that loving, hypocritical way. <laughs> I know how that is. Everybody knows how that is. Oh, man. While my boyfriend is an atheist and he's American. (laughs) Now, (laughs) that would be a lovely Thanksgiving. They recently visited us and must have thought we were living in squalor or something because my mom soon offered, soon after offered to move us into their house. Oh. They're offering to either build an apartment in the back or get a nice, well-built trailer so we can still have our privacy. Yes. Right? But here's the thing. My boyfriend is a big animal person. (laughs) So much so. All of these needs. So much so that he has two cats, a dog, a few scorpions, a few tarantulas, and a red tail boa. Why why are you with this nigga? This nigga has scorpion, scorpi, he has scorpioni, and and he's just at the house? I feel like y'all spending more on groceries for the animals than y'all are for yourselves. Like, damn, all that? He has not one, but but multiple scorpions? A few scorpions. She didn't even say how many exactly. A few scorpions and a few tarantulas. And a red tail boa. 
constrictor. I'm frightened of this nigga. My mom is willing to reach deep in her Haitian soul to allow all of his animals to move in except the boa. This, like, your mama <laughs> is the realist. Like, I don't even... what. Give her whatever she wants. She says snakes are evil and the Bible tell us so. I agree. Uh, okay. It's don't make right no there. Dance. It's right there. I'm spiritual more than anything else. So... So I am attached to the Bible. Oh, that's why you with the atheist. You don't care. Right. But I'm terrified of snakes, and I've still learned to respect that boa as that bitch in that room I don't go in. But my mom doesn't care to compromise like I have. She still wants to move us in, but not the boa. We would save so much money by moving in with them, but my boyfriend has had that snake since she was a hatchling. I love my Aww. family. Look at you using words a like hatchling. hatchling. See, that makes it sound adorable and cute when it's it not. Does it's sound a murder cute. weapon. <laughs> it does. I love my family and I love this animal loving nigga too. But I don't know if I want what to tell my boyfriend do? he might have to get rid of his boa. Can you help me out? XOXO Blake. I mean, look, your boyfriend can only uh it's only so much y'all could do. Like, it sounds like your mama is actually going above and beyond what many mamas would. Okay, because let me tell you who mama ain't offering to build no addition in the back so I can move in. Build an addition? Child, you can sleep on that couch. Y'all ain't even married yet. Right. Oh, damn. That's the thing. Y'all are getting married when they don't know it. And they don't even know that. So you're already coming into her house with deception. <laughs> You know she's not accepting no grand snakes right dogs cats your insects fine they'll be caged life is all about car, uh, compromise I am impressed with mama like saying it's like she drew a line at the snakes mm-hmm. like how many mamas are gonna be like you have more than one cat as well as a dog right no cats dogs scorpions more than one scorpion scorpions <laughs> were put <laughs> Onto this planet Tarantulas. to wreak ha- and spiders. Hell and she no. said, you know what? The snake is where I draw the line. Why are we asking this lady questions? That's what I'm saying. Tuh, okay. Nigga, you better take that motherfucking snake to a habitat. <laughs> Donate it to the zoo. Does it right. need a snake? Listen, my mom would have said, oh, out of all that, you can bring the dog as long as it can live outside. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, and that is a cold fact. It. Them cats not coming in here because they shed. Right. Sorry. Them them spiders <laughs> and sco- whatever the fuck a scorpion is, you cannot even ask. <laughs> and a snake? Nigga, how are you a spider <laughs> with claws? Oh, no, girl. And a tail that comes keep... The boa already got her room that you don't even go in because you don't fuck with snakes like that. Listen, girl, this is the perfect time to be like, look, you know, we're engaged. It's time for us to start making smart financial decisions as a couple. This is a smart financial decision for y'all. Y'all are struggling with the, you know, paying for life. Sounds like everything. And you need help. Right. And look, if he wants to be comfortable enough to go back to school and finish his education, he's going to have to sacrifice something. Yeah. Because y'all are having a very hard time of now it right now. Needs to learn. And if you can save a bunch of money and keep most of your pets. Like, most. Most. And you have many. Right. So, I mean, unless he's willing to choose the boa over good sense. <laughs> right. Because this this animal, it's not like you have to just set it free and be like, oh, well, bye, Lily. We we knew you. Right. <laughs> you can give it somewhere. You can go visit that nigga, right? I'm right. Just, like, 
I'm sure that there are multiple places that Girl. you can go and take a, 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 a snake or whatever kind of animal that are safe and humane, or you can just, you know, donate it or give it to somebody who will care for the snake. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, yeah. this lady is, what? She's doing, she's so nice to you. She's so nice. She's being so she's nice. She's letting your insects... <laughs> And on top of that, poisonous rodents into her house. Many of those, you got to bring more animals into the house so you can feed them. All right. Bugs and shit. And mice and all kinds of wildness. All right. See, that's why the bow is not coming in. Not only is it a snake in my motherfucking house. Now you got to bring rodents in this bitch so you can feed them. Live mice, because she like them better live, because they die just better when they're warm. Oh, no, girl. Oh, mm mm. You trying it. Yes. So, this wasn't even, the question wasn't even about how do I tell my fucking mama that I'm actually engaged. No, she's not worried about that part. She worried about can we move? Can we keep the snake? Girl, you need to sit down with your fiance and be like, it's time for us to make smart, smart, good decisions. And in Trump's economy and the way things are going right now, we need all the help and safety that we can get. <laughs> the snake better off, okay, than we are. I wish my mama lived here so I could save some money and go chill with her. So I just feel like, you know, and especially because y'all are getting an, uh, your own private space. It's not like the two of you are sharing a bedroom in her house or something. Like, you're getting your own trailer or apartment in the back or whatever. Like, it's perfect. What so, the fuck hell do you want more girl, from her? I don't. Like, I know I tell y'all to break up all the time, but if he refuses... To give up that snake to move into your mama's house, I might, I would seriously consider it because, because yes. that don't make no fucking sense. Because yes, you would be you would be choosing the snake over good sense, and at that point, I have to question you altogether, right? Like just in a general sense. I get that pets are family, but they're not human beings, and we have to value human beings over animals. Sorry, y'all, I know I pissed some of y'all off with that, but I just value. I'm not you saying should people, at least value, value yourself right, right. more there than you your pet. Not any random asshole on the street because fuck them. <laughs> Nobody cares about you niggas when it comes to like my dog. <laughs> like fuck you. But you, your own livelihood and your own self and your own ability to take care of yourself, girl. This is just... If you donated that fucking snake to a snake farm or whatever the fuck or some shit, by yeah. 12 hours later, that nigga won't even remember your ass. He probably be glad, especially if he's somewhere with other snakes. Like, whoa, bitch, I've been looking for y'all all my life. Thank God. Girl, do you know I have been cooped up in a bedroom for all of my days? Looking across the room <laughs> at this fucking shit with pincers and this I don't know. This bitch over here just came around a couple years ago. She's scared of me, this nigga. <laughs> gone all damn day. <laughs> Your snake won't snake friends. Bring that snake into that Haitian lady house and watch her set it on fire. Right. Like I, I mean, would. now don't do that because when you wake up and the boa's head is chopped and it's been then everybody's mutilated. Right. But I told you about bringing that fucking and no, I'm not I'm not going to hesitate if I see a fucking snake. Especially something big enough that I can shoot. It has to get bitch, out. Bitch, bitch. <laughs> so anyway, girl, talk to your man about it. And hopefully y'all can come to a joint decision that works for you. <laughs> I can't believe this was a question. <laughs> like what? People really asked- be in love. They really be in love. For me, this would not. This would be a nigga either you getting rid of the snake or I'm moving in my mama's house without you. Like, and that's that. Figure it out. Let me know what happens. Like but <laughs> Don't be in love like that. <laughs> Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th. And Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts. 
activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Okay, so we're back. It's time for the read. It is. Do you want to... I'm passing mine, so you can go first if you want to. Okay, cool. So I don't really have a whole thing. Okay. I just wanted to say two things. First of all, um, I'm still doing a ping pong back and forth in my head of whether it's more sad or hilarious that the UN laughed at the president. (laughs) Um, Really, really funny. Also terrifying. But it's it's equally hilarious. Um, and really what is so funny about it, I think, was not even that. So he said something like his administration has done more for the country than any other. Almost uh, any other. yeah, Almost any other administration in the history of the country or something like that, which like, okay, so this is the real cackle, right? That got like a murmured laugh. Like people were laughing, but like trying to contain themselves (laughs) and like have some decorum like countries that have hated each other for decades are looking across at each other like did this is this bitch like it was like a like a calm chuckling then this bitch had the nerve to say something like and he almost got away with it too because he said something like "it's true" or something. America's so true. But he said so it was true. yes. But he said it with a smile, yeah. so it almost was like he could have played it off like he plays every other stupid thing off. I've just been like, oh yeah, it was totally you know just making light or blah blah blah, whatever. But then he says, "I didn't expect that reaction, but okay." Everybody falls the fuck out because it's funnier <laughs> that you really didn't think that because what you said was just so absurd we're not all as dumb as americans you're not at one of your rallies we don't just believe everything that comes out your mouth you know we know you're an idiot right like (laughs) no he doesn't know that oh i love them people for laughing in his face i really do i just wanted this is not even a read obviously i just wanted to acknowledge that that really moved me god that was so in so many ways wow have you seen that political ad where that one nigga's six brothers and sisters came out against him not only have i seen it i have seen because of you a version of it with the ether beat added to the background (laughs) because you did that because First of all, I did it. not do that. You did. I simply said that it would be great to hear or something along those lines. You said that this is white people's did, ether. And then somebody just put the ether beat over it. And it's even better like that. But it's just it so works. good. It's so good. It works so I don't know, Paul Gosar. I'm assuming he's an asshole and a total dick. You gotta be. Because for six of your siblings to come out and be like, do not vote for my trifling ass brother. Get his ass out of there. <laughs> Why Republicans have been taking the L's. Woo, child. Anyway, that video at the UN, it really set my whole day off. How the, you really said fortified. you did not expect that reaction. You really expected them to just 
Smile and stay silent like your American minions do. Like you don't hear the things you say. But you, like you really, you forgot that you can't bullshit to a bunch of people that are not yours. Like, right. These are not your constituents. We have like, no reason this. to. Right. right. We don't have to make you feel good. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> I thought to myself, I want to do a sketch. Oh, Oh, God. This is why I need to be doing sketches. It's so fucking funny. I'm really interested in seeing, like, a hundred years from now, oh. God willing, you know, the earth is still intact and, and civilization is oh, still in man. order. Bring it down. A hundred years from now, I'm really interested in seeing how the history books address this administration. And, like, I just want to see the Probably words. with memes. Probably. <laughs> the whole Trump administration will be depicted via Just that memes. chapter is just going to be memes only. It's just going to be a bunch of SpongeBob references and people, whatever his name is, the frog. Oh, um, um, Pepe? Michigan, Michigan. Pepe. Oh, Pepe. Oh, but Michigan as well. Yeah, I was thinking. Damn, Michigan, it's multiple Jay. frogs in, in <laughs> meme land. Um. Oh, anyway, that's my only. I just want to say that I. Mm, how to say this? Let me use my vape first. Oh no! What mm. can a brother do for me? Some people. Some people are, for whatever reason, dedicated to, like, having drama in their life. I noticed that some of y'all, like, it seems that you're, like, interested or or enamored with certain people that you don't know. And rather than just being, like, normal, you would rather, like, create, like, a fake feud or animosity that only exists in your head with this person who has never had any form of an experience with you doesn't know you has never met you and it's strange i think it's really you know it's really weird um if you want to have an involvement in someone's life or get to know them or speak to them you can just go to that person like any normal average person and just be like hey my name is blank don't know if you know me or if you remember me from such and such hey how are you doing let's go get drinks sometime or let's da 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 or how are you liking blank nice shoes hey do you have you could just make conversation rather than making the decision to have some sort of just weird imaginary beef that's never going to be real because you have no place or movement or value in that person's life. Damn. You know, and it's not to say that you are not valuable. It is not to say that you are big or small. It is to say that that nigga don't know you. And so rather than you just immediately making things up or just being a cunt for no reason, you could just mind your own motherfucking business or be normal and say, hey, like normal people do. It's strange, uh-huh. the attraction to negativity that some of you have. It is strange uh, how some of you seem to be enamored with uh, hostility. 
And as we've said on here this week and said in many weeks, you can go to Talkspace for that. You can speak to therapists of all kinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Yanla. Okay, no. There's a Yanla uh, is for entertainment purposes hip hop. <laughs> How you deal with your business is your business. You know what I'm saying? But don't just assume that people are thinking of you or thinking negatively of you or that they will think negatively of you or your presence before you even make the opportunity uh, to speak to them or get to know them, introduce yourself or even reintroduce yourself. Surprise. Not everybody is going to remember you from three, four years ago or that one time that you bumped into each other at the subway and that nigga complimented your shoes or that one motherfucking time that you all went to brunch and you were your cousins plus one and y'all sat two niggas down from each other. Like, (laughs) it's just not all, you know, some people you might have to refresh their memory. People have had to do it for me. I've had to do it for other people. The brain is only so big girl and not everybody's works the same don't they take things personally lots of y'all walk around as if you know your shit smells like a glade candle and maybe it does it's not my business or my interest but if you are just so sweet and floral then walk around with that air and be comfortable. You should be more than comfortable to interact with everyone, anyone, or not interact with any and everyone. Because what you've got going on over there with your Glade shit is so great. So that's it. Did somebody walk up on you in the club? Nobody walked up. <laughs> Bitch, please. Well, not like rolled up on you in the club, but was just like, oh my God. Nobody has done Don't anything to me. Don't you remember me, me from Dustin's birthday brunch three years ago? <laughs> You're like, nobody's, sure don't. Nobody's done anything to me. I've just noticed, you know, there are people who make decisions on... There are people who decide the type of relationship that they're going to have with someone that they probably will never have a relationship That's with a word. anyway. And it's odd. Damn. Okay. Well, you know? Yes. Now I know what you're talking about. It's weird. Right. Because if I, like, if I introduce myself to somebody and they're like, we've actually already met. And I'd be like, sorry, girl. I've smoked weed since then. And I just forget. I'm Every so day sorry. of my life. But please don't take it personally. I literally don't remember anybody's names. It takes forever. I'm so sorry. It's not even just that, though. Like, that is the thing. And I have seen people who get, like, uber annoyed when I'm just like, oh, hey, my name is such and such. And they'd be like, oh, we've actually met. And I'll be like, oh, you know, my bad. Like, people get offended by that. But yeah. it happens to me. And I don't care. You know? Right. So, unless we've met, like, ten times. Right. You know what I'm saying? But one once or even twice, I've right. seen a lot of Girl. you niggas come through here, please. Okay. I've seen a lot of you niggas come through It's New York. Here. Do you know how right. many people are in my face every day? Every fucking day? No, I don't <laughs> remember you from brunch three years ago, bitch. But it's not even just that. It's like even people who I literally may have never met before in my life. Oh, Lord. Who are just like... Oh, this is whatever it is. But, you know, sometimes when it does happen to me in particular, Mm -hmm. I just assume that I probably said something about somebody that you like. I was going to say, this must just be one of the pitfalls of fame, you know, when people know who you are because you're working with Lena Waithe and such. 
All right, so that was my reading, so, so I'm finished now. So you can go and out here. Now it's your turn to speak. You have to worry about your now famous you nigga shit. Read. All right, I am going to pass my read this week. Pass the read like we used to. This comes from Brianna. Brianna says, <clears throat> not only am I a veteran listener of the read, but I'm also a black veteran currently serving in the armed forces. I'll get straight to the point. I'm tired. I'm tired of that ramen noodle hair having ass half a tomato Lorraine speaking for me. I'm tired of these tap dancer for respect ass coons like Candace Owens speaking for me. I'm tired of these entitled old ass white men with necks that look like labia majora speaking for me. These people don't give a fuck about this country. They don't give a fuck about those who are currently serving or veterans on the front lines or the homeless veterans that they don't give a fucking dime to, let alone bat an eye on the street. I wish they'd stop coding their racism and anti-blackness in, oh, I just love this country and our military so fucking much. I see through the cracks and all that's there is you blatantly missing the point and ignoring facts. It's easy for these willfully ignorant and inflammatory numbskulls to cling to these talking points about Colin Kaepernick or anyone kneeling during the anthem as disrespecting the flag or veterans because they don't want to come out and say that they don't give a fuck about black people, period. Why don't you preach today? Self-involved people like Tonka Lemon will always center their hurt-ass feelings over anyone else whose experience looks different from theirs. Whether we're dying or they're fucking us, they have one black friend, or even serve on behalf of this country, they will never acknowledge, accept, or empathize with the bullshit that black folks have to deal with. And instead, they choose to spout that bullshit that 45 will repeat to his hive at his KK Klan rallies. Also, my brothers and sisters at arms that complain about Kaepernick kneeling can have several seats. You're not better than anyone because you chose to serve. Damn. I love a good read. Patriotism isn't merely exclusive to your pasty ass chewing dip and shooting the shit when you're supposed to be fixing aircraft for patrolling the base. Nor does it look like you wearing woodland camo and your dirty ass work boots to the club on Saturday. You the same hoes that jumping up and down about patriotism who run inside at 430 before the national anthem plays. You the same ones who will say that the way my hair grows out, my head looks a mess, but will cling to the cat whiskers that are barely clinging to your balding ass scalp. Nowhere during our oath of enlistment did it say that we need to protect protect that flag or that racist ass anthem we serve to protect americans right to dissent in this case black americans because this is their and my country and they have a fucking say so in how they'd like to be treated put this big white mad energy toward these niggas in the nfl who are beating their wives and girlfriends put it towards niggas in the nfl who have literally killed people put that shit towards the government who dares to have anyone who has served this country be homeless or without their basic necessities to live a full life after they've left the service Put that energy towards black people dying at the hands of police and the George Zimmer hells of this world. Even if you don't, and I know you won't, history will not remember any of you motherfuckers kindly. And while I'm here serving for a country that hates me, I will happily tell you, go fuck yourself and your American flag t-shirts and bikinis. Sign, tired, oh tired, my black ass is tired. Girl. Got me a red airhead. (laughs) Got a little sugar, some corn syrup. You know, maltodextrin. I just really appreciate this coming from a veteran, especially because I've already I I knew the things you wrote here. Friend gave experienced reads. Like, (laughs) let me talk about actually. She's like, first of all, that white girl. She been getting on my nerves for a while. So let me just get that over with. That black coon, that Kanye look. Well, okay, two black coons. Sorry, it's not clear. 
that black coon that that other black coon loves. Fuck her as well. Like, you got, you hit all the bases. Fuck you racist-ass white people who don't actually give a fuck about the military because you defund programs for veterans and you don't support their shit and you don't give a fuck about their mental health or anything else that happens to them after they get back, especially if they black or of color or anything else. And then fuck some of you in the force who are also racist or I don't know if this... Is the military called the force? I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, fuck y'all as well. <laughs> the Air Force. <laughs> You're racist because, of course, there's some racist people in the Army, Navy, whatever, who feel like Absolutely. Colin Kaepernick and nobody else should kneel. Like, no, fuck you. It ain't nothing in my oath about that tired-ass flag or that tired-ass song. <laughs> Very tired. I don't know how many people I saw tweet, the national anthem don't even slap, but bitch, it don't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that song or y'all's little ugly ass flag, especially since white people violate the flag code all the time. All the time. Oh, they haven't even read it. The flag code says not to put that shit on any clothing. And what do y'all do? The exact fucking opposite. You tacky that shit all the way up. White people be walking around with the flag billowing on their T-shirt with the Constitution typed on that bitch. Like, have you ever even read this document? Because I feel like you have it. You don't care. You just don't care about us. That's really, you know what? That is it. That sums it all up. You care, but not about us. So thank you so much, Brianna, for your read. If you want to pass your read, send it to read at gmail.com. And that is going to wrap up this week's show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And tickets for our upcoming live shows are at thereadlive.com. Kid Fury, any news from you this the week? The Red Era, it really is the best kind. The Red, yeah. I still can't believe you niggas eat white mystery. That's nasty. I it don't, don't like sound right. It was dusty on the soundtrack. Ugh, no, child, that's not funny. It's just the other airheads with no dye in it. <laughs> oh, that's literally all it is. That's oh, why it's always mystery because you don't know which one it is because there's no color. No, I think you have told me that before. Um. Oh, uh, one last read. Leave Miss Tina alone. Miss Tina is just nice. Yes, she posted North's mama, her aunties, and the rest of them bitches on her fucking page because they were going up and it don't matter. Miss Tina is nice to everybody. And that's all all that it is. She posted everybody who was out there. So, yes, them girls was out there not knowing the words to that motherfucker trying to be cute and we paid them dust. But Miss Tina don't got to do nothing. She already gave us Beyonce. So, leave her the fuck alone. Thanks. She can do what she wants. Because if y'all run Miss Tina off Instagram and I don't get no more corny now joke time. Now we have to fight. Right. Now I have to be mad. And I just, you know what? When she posts something nice about the Kardashians, I just don't like it. That's all. Right. I just don't hit the heart. But I'm not finna sit there and fuss with Miss Tina about posting them people on That child, that's somebody 60-something-year-old mama. I'm not doing that. So y'all need to relax. In we fact, know the Kardashians don't know the like fucking that words. One. Just because of her kindness. That's right. Nobody you. else from the family's reaching out. Them bitches really didn't know the words though. Like y'all literally came just to say you was here. And you wouldn't think y'all would need to do that, but because <laughs> they don't like you. I feel like they've made that clear. Closest you gotten to them in years. <laughs> like we didn't see it wasn't no picture of Beyonce hugging you backstage. Latavia like she did with Latavia. <laughs> Even Latavia got invited backstage, girl. Child Farrah gonna be next. Farrah gonna close the show out. <laughs> Watch. Because <laughs> you know one of them was to walk up in there with that fucking heels in. And you're going to hear North. you going to hear blue from across the room. Uh-uh. 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 See, this is how you almost got fired in fucking Atlanta. You're not watching. Like, Look, girl, that was 20 years before you. 
Um, so I just wanted to mention this week that it is almost October, which means Trilloween. Trilloween 6 is happening. 6, holy God. 6 years. Wow. It's a lot of horror movies. Wow. October 26th in New York City, October 28th in Los Angeles, first Halloween in LA. So come out, have a good time. No, for the sixth year in a row, you do not have to wear a Halloween costume, but it is a Halloween party, so it is encouraged. It doesn't need to be super expensive, nigga. I am not Heidi Klum. I don't even know what the fuck I'm wearing yet, to Yo, be 100% honest with she been plotting hers you. all year, I'm sure. She be getting, like, schematics. Yeah. And she spends a movie budget on makeup right. and hair and She comes there in full-on right. movie You stuff. never know who she is. I might just get Katy Perry's Hot Cheeto bag and purse off of Amazon somewhere. I mean, I was honestly mad. Did you hear about that little white boy that went to the hospital talking about he OD'd on Hot Cheetos? What? Did he really OD on Hot Can you do that? No. A nigga would have done it a long time ago. Exactly. There ain't no way he OD'd on Hot Cheetos. See, everything ain't for you. We've been eating a whole bunch. Right. You know your people, y'all palate, you might have to take it slow. Rinse it up, pat it off a little bit. You know, nibble at it first. Right. Get you hospitalized. Paper towel and just rocks them off. (laughs) That reminds me, remember that that hot chip challenge? Mm-hmm. When it was that one, that like, one chip, that girl, that Ethiopian girl who worked for the news station in Dallas or somewhere, mm-hmm. she ate it, and the white man was like crying and yeah. gasping for air. And and she, she was, was like, "Okay, there was a little tingle." Yeah, but there was a little something. Honestly, my mama's chicken is spicier than this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the white man was like, "How are you living right now?" Like pouring milk down his throat. The hot Cheetos, girl. Hot Cheetos? Come on. Niggas been eating those for way too long. It ain't no way. Anyway, you don't have to wear a costume. You don't have to wear a big fancy one either if you don't fucking want to. You can go and buy one. You can wear the one you wore last year. You can wear your work uniform. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. It's all about having a great time. And it's about freedom. To freedom! So, this Friday, noon Eastern Standard Time, Trilloween.com. That is T-R-I-L-L-O-Ween.com. Get tickets. Let's go have some fun. I think that's all I have to announce this week. Fun. I think I'm just going to get a Best Buy shirt and be Lawrence. Wow. <laughs> Insecure finale coming up on Sunday. Don't miss it. It just started. I know. It, it is always gone in a It blitz. doesn't. Like what? And it seems like the shows you hate, like, Never go off. Like the Housewives of Atlanta get forty two episodes, but we (laughs) we only get two months of insecure. Love hip hop be on for four months per season. Man, that's what I'm saying. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. Treat Dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June sixteenth, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts Dad will love, up to sixty percent off. Shirts activewear watches cologne denim and more find amazing deals on tommy bahama cole Haan, original penguin and vince great brands great prices so get to your nordstrom rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60 percent off there are two things that are absolutely true grandma loves you and she would never say no to mcdonald's so treat yourself to a grandma mcflurry with your order today it's what grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time.